So, uh, without any further ado, we're going to be previewing Friday Night Footy now. Huge game. Bombers taking on the Dogs. These two have had a, a history that dates way, way, way back. Uh, but uh, this one's going to be super important because mm. uh, eighth plays seventh. Uh, Bombers coming off a, well, smashing down in Geelong. Yeah. And then the Bulldogs, uh, tight loss up in Sydney. So, big game on Friday at Marvel Stadium. And to join us is a soup, well, a long raking. Uh, well, what was he? A skillful, very, very skillful uh, superstar from the Western Bulldogs. He's a hero to most, and he's one of our great friends. And that's Lindsay Gilby. Good day, Lindsay. Good evening, guys. How are we? Could it be better now? Where are we situated right now? I understand you're in the uh, the cold and coaching. Yes, um, I'm just taking a little bit of a break. Uh, it is cold. I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> it camp well under tents. Right. So. Um, yeah, the, the the young kids are out there training, which is good to see. We've got decent numbers. That that's probably handy when it when it's not raining. When it's not raining, you probably get half the kids. But um, no, it's good. I just yeah, coach my boy here, and uh, I've got another two boys. Obviously, not quite there yet, but um, no, looking forward to. Uh, Love my coach and the boys. No, very good. I'm sure they're undefeated, and there's a few Hall of Famers in there. Oh, well, you never know. Never know. It's, it's produced some footballers in its time, the Sharks. So, um, no, they need a bit of toughening up the kids these days. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yes, they do. Lindsay, it uh, was here, mate. Firstly and foremost, just uh, checking in on you. I know you got your three kids there, but how are you? How's your health mentally, physically? How are you travelling? Um, well, physically I'm going okay. Uh, mentally I'm going okay. It's... Uh, a little bit of fatigue as well, because I'm in construction, so we do reasonably long hours. Um, combined with having a another son, is is throwing the spanner in the works because we kind of we had the one drop off both kids at school, and mm. that, that changed a bit. But it's obviously wouldn't change it for the world. I've got a, yeah. another little boy, Lenny, um, my middle boy, Darcy, and my oldest boy, Ollie. So um, my oldest boy, Ollie's just football obsessed. It's he's got trainers night. As soon as you want to do is get home, is kick the doors. Uh, Kick the indoor footy in between the doors. That's all he loves doing when he gets home. It's just it's hard to get him to do his homework. Um, but you never know. One day it might pay off. But yeah, it's all about the kids. When as you get older, you just kind of you always dig in and find a bit more for them. Absolutely. I mean, being a dad, I mean, and you, you know, obviously played a lot of footy for the Bulldogs and everything. Do you, do you ever show him highlights of yourself? No, no, no. I, I haven't. Does he, does he try to look him up and just say how good yeah, you were? Yeah, he, he does. Yeah. Um, he does, and, yeah, I kind of remind him a bit how that played, but um, <laughs> joke, joke, jokingly, of course. No. I said, mate, if you keep practising, so no video games, get the footy in your hands, it's the only way to get better. Absolutely, and your your uh, coaching techniques. Are you have you sort of graduated through to uh, circle work at that age, or you still, or you're coaching like AFL, or you're coaching like a, a an under tens? No, it's um, the, the hardest bit of this is just getting the kids' attention. Yeah, <laughs> it's it just goes out the window. It's a long day at school too. Yeah, um, so they go from school to footy, and some kids actually now for training finishes at six thirty will have to drive half an hour to go to their rep basketball training. So I, I don't know how parents do that on a school night. It's a big effort. But um, as you as you guys know, you do anything, you sacrifice anything for your kids. And, if, and yeah, I've, I've watched uh, like my son's under nines at the moment and uh, the, I've watched him not give the right attention, like you're saying. Um, so is it, I mean, is that something you're going to go through and just sort of follow that? You'll coach when you need to coach and you just... 
of course, do all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I just, I kind of chime in. At times I'll be late because I'm coming in from work, but um, I really enjoy the coaching aspect. Coaching men is a lot easier than coaching kids because mm. um, well, they listen more than, more than the kids. So um, just watching them now, it's like bloody Browns cows going everywhere and just got the, we're doing a bit of competitive stuff because they weren't that good on the weekend. Uh, <laughs> run them ragged. There you go, awesome. Um, and uh, just, just I mean, I'll ask it straight away. I mean, obviously Richmond and the uh, Suns are looking for a coach. Are uh, you interested? No, no. <laughs> uh, you couldn't pay me enough to do those types of jobs anymore. It's um, oh, I'm well entrenched in my my lifestyle with the kids and and footy's a, footy's virtually mentally a 24-7 job um, not so much physically um, but but mentally and now I just turn my machines off I put my tools down at 5.30 and I go home that's the aspect I love and that I don't take my job home with me so um, no I, I even if they rang said would you want to do some type of role even though I know they wouldn't um, I would politely decline yeah Fair enough. Lindsay, it's Joel here. Just getting into your career, you're a, a good long kick of the footy. Am I true in saying you got you were tried to uh, get over to the NFL and do some kicking for the NFL over in America? Yeah, I, it was about 2006. I used to do a little bit in the mornings. Um, on the side that coaches and Rodney E didn't know about, but I used to go out to in the northern suburbs with a certain individual, not a player, but someone who was connected in that game and I'd punt balls in the morning and then go to training in the afternoon or training in the morning. Um, yeah, it, at that stage, I was quite confident I could make a fist of it. Um, it's just the only thing, the difference between the contracts there and the contracts here is they're over there, they're not guaranteed. Yes, they're good money, but they're not guaranteed. Um, but my, my, my good balls were easily the quality of NFL punters they said um, it's just more about your consistency um, that's what that's what they're after and that's something I would have had to move over there and work on I got offered a, 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 a two year kind of unguaranteed contract from a certain team but I would have had to move over there and give up what I've kind of worked my backside off to achieve here so it was a big decision at the time um, I just signed a new fresh three year deal as well so I was kind of weighing up those options and uh, I decided to stay at footy. Um, all the Western Bulldog supporters are very happy that you did. Uh, now, uh, Friday night, mate, huge game, obviously. Uh, the Bulldogs are, well, they, they've dipped a little bit in the last couple of weeks. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on their, their season and, and of course, uh, on Friday night? Yeah, well, the season at first is, you look at most games and we win, we win clearance, we win contested footy, we win uncontested footy. Uh, probably early in the year, uh, our, our scoring, our, I'm talking our accuracy here, that kind of let us down a little bit. Um, we're getting great opportunities. We still are getting good opportunities. Um, those games that we lost certain few weeks ago, we could have kind of put a lot more pressure on the teams that, that we did just through scoreboard, um, which we weren't, I guess, um, accurate enough and able to do it at the time but it's I think they're playing some good footy there's just certain patches in games that just let the opposition back in um, probably not getting full bang for buck in regards to our dominance especially in clearances um, gets, gives us great field position when I mean, you've got Norts and, J- and Jamara and the form he's in um, gives them the best opportunity to play one on one but it's um, 
yeah, it's frustrating at times um, to watch when we don't take our opportunities. But um, we've got guys in good form. I think we've got a reasonably run home. Um, you don't want to do an easy run home, but who knows what, what footy can bring in and um, what opportunities might arise in the next few weeks. But I think we're in an okay position. I think top four's out of out of the question. But if we can get our footy right at the right time of year and sneak into a finals, I, I'm tipping there's not many two. Not many clubs that would want to play us in the first week of a final. No, very true. Do you, do you have any any doubts on uh, Luke Beveridge and his coaching style? I mean, like, do you feel like he's getting the most out of this group? Um, I think they're they're still playing for they're still playing for him. There's no um, there's no signs that they're actually not playing for him. When there's signs of players not playing for him, there's lack of effort. Um, you, you can't have the numbers that they're having and say they're not playing for their coach. It's just oh, I don't I don't buy into that. Like they're positive in clearance, they're winning most things. It's just they're not they haven't taken the most of it. And, um, they're still playing for him. Um, but I guess the thing with all coaches, some coaches um, coach on emotional, and I don't know Bevo as a coach, but he seemed one of those emotional type coaches. I mean, irrespective of if it's Bevo or, or anyone, um, when you coach emotionally, I think you've probably got a time frame because if players have been there for a long time, um, it, it's hard to keep going back to the well, especially with emotional stuff. Um, then there's a the tactical side of coaching um, where that probably... You've got to have a mixture of both. I think he's got that, most definitely. He's He's been successful in what he's done. It's... Um, I guess time will tell with that. And it doesn't matter who you are. Every coach does have his time. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. I mean, obviously, Dimmer, he, he's left and a premiership coach. Uh, you know, Melbourne, I'm not too sure if they're going to win another one. But And the Bulldogs, very similar. Uh, how long do you hold on to a, a coach, do you feel, with with a, with a premiership record? I mean, obviously, Simo's another one at West Coast. Like, how long can you or should you hold on to them? Uh, just because they're premiership coaches yeah it does buy you a couple of years um, but it shouldn't buy you 10, 10, 9, 10 years Um, it could buy you 2 or 3 but after that then then you've got to kind of look at do you need a fresh voice and and Richmond probably needed a fresh voice so I think um, he got the most out of their group he realised that he's on to a new challenge Um, so it just depends on, on what the club, where they're at, where the list is at. Um, I think the Bulldogs are still in a still in a good window. Um, people forget that this year we've got two first-round draft picks as well. Um, on the back of Josh Dunkley, I don't know if there's another one added into that somewhere either. Um, so we'll have some currency. There's some areas I think the Dogs need to get is, is a bit more midfield depth. Um our probably player from 15 to 22 or 16 to 22 if um, our senior players don't don't play well they probably get found out a little bit um, like most sides but I think that's an area we can improve our depth in our midfield and we, and we can't we can no longer underestimate Libba Libba's a gun he's an absolute freak yes um, he'd be my starting mid in any team Yep. Um, especially in the All-Australian team. I, I, I think he's been absolutely outstanding this season. I agree. Well, who, who's Batman <laughs> and who's Robin with uh, Bontempelli as well? Yeah, um, well, there are Batman and Robin. Um, 
Yeah, there's still areas that dogs, like obviously Bailey Smith hasn't had the year he's had, uh, wanted to have either. So there's improvement in him. Um, we haven't had Sam Darcy on the on the track either all year. Um, he was touted as, a, as obviously a, to have a big year, but injuries kind of struck him down a bit. He's going to be a super player. Jamar has come on. So there's been some really good signs. Um, but I feel personally that we kind of need to strike why Bond's uh, still there, McRae, Caleb Daniel, Libba, those types are still there. Yeah, Pat. And the, and the rivalry with Essendon, I mean, obviously they've played in some classic games against each other. Uh, none more notable in sort of my lifetime than the the, the only win that, or the only loss that Essendon had in the year 2000. I know you weren't at the club at that time, but uh, you, you saw the residue of it. We've been there in the year after. But uh, just the classic games uh, you and the Bombers have played. Yeah, I was actually there that year. I was, ah. um, I was out injured um, oh. for most of the my first year. I busted my collarbone twice, so I was out. But I was um, I remember driving around well, Coldstream at the time, watching it from home because I I couldn't be bothered going in. Um, <laughs> so I, I just watched it from home. I couldn't really move anyway, so I watched it from the couch. And, yeah, I was driving around the estate, tooting the horn. Everyone was uh, certain. certain Certain <laughs> members of uh, the Coltrane community were Essendon supporters always used to rub it into me, so I <laughs> drive around there and just toot the horn in the driveway and do a few things. So it was, um, yeah, it was obviously a fair game at the time and fair result. How, how much? How much did uh, Rock, was Rocket? It was, um, it was uh, Plough, wasn't it? The coach. How much did he let you in on the information that they were? Was it who was a coach? I think it was a plough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah plough. How much of the information uh, did did yeah. you have that they were going to flood and change no, the no. whole world of football that night? Not, not really, because that was back then when they used to separate righty over in the VFL. You you go down to Werribee or Williamstown, who was our alignment. You train with them. Um, but they did a secret session out at out at Werribee that week, um, if I recall correct, and practice what they were going to do and. Didn't just take Essendon by surprise. It took the whole footy world by oh, surprise. Right. Probably started a little bit of a trend. It was about ten years that flooding mm. on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, did it suit um, you and your game style? That sort of that sort of a game plan. What was that? No, it's not me. Um, <laughs> I like it a little bit more free flowing and <laughs> yeah, obviously, so. obviously, look at the defensive side, but play to your strengths more so than your weaknesses and try counteract. You dominate in the current Collingwood side, mate. What's that? I, you would dominate in the current Collingwood side. Any, anyone would dominate in their team at the moment. <laughs> um, they're, they're playing some bloody good footy and it's going to be a, a miracle whoever stops them. Yes, yeah, unfortunately. I mean, as I said, I said in earlier in the show that if it can breathe, it can choke. So <laughs> yep. we're all hoping for that, don't, aren't we? Yes, no, we're, oh, especially a lot of Collingwood supporters that work are up and about, so... <laughs> One point, one point loss and a granny wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> hey, Kilsa, uh, we'll leave it there, mate. Um, uh, thank you so much for giving us some of your time. Um, get back to your coaching. It sounds like you're having a lot of fun, so really nah. appreciate it. All good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay Gilby, the <laughs> Bulldog champion.